Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome back to another edition of Funky Monkey MMA. I am Kane Miller, joined by Joel Rojas. Our guest today is a UFC middleweight known for his devastating knockout power, which he showcased in his wins over Cesar Ferreira and Dan Kelly. On July 13th, you can see him face Eric Spicely at UFC Fight Night 91. Please help me welcome Smiling. Sam Alvey. Sam, thank you for being here. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, of course. Thank you. So this is a very quick turnaround for you after you just fought on June 18th. Were you just determined to get back in the cage as soon as possible, or was this opportunity was this just an opportunity that the UFC brought up to you? No, you know, it, it was, and I, I hate saying it out loud, but my, my last fight was just terrible. I mean, more, more than I lost, it happened. The fight was garbage. Uh, didn't take any damage, didn't give any damage. We just kind of, he danced, and I watched him dance for 15 minutes. And it was a really bad fight. So, I mean, by the time I got to the locker room, I had already emailed everybody that would listen to me in the UFC saying how sorry I was. Please, 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 uh, give me give me one more shot. Give me another shot. And uh, I didn't hear anything back, didn't hear anything back. And uh, eventually, uh, the Wednesday after my fight, Joe Silva called and said, hey, does Sam want to fight in three weeks? And we said, yes said, okay, we'll tell you who it is in a couple of days. Uh, I said, okay, that's fine with me. Um, so I stopped eating and started running again. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I remember after the fight, you know, on social media, you were talking about how uh, you weren't happy with how things went against Elias. Um, do you think that it was just an off night for you overall? No, it's, uh, I, I mean, yeah, honestly, no, I felt great. I did. I was ready for the fight the fight that I wanted. I watched everything Elias has ever done, and he's always been an entertaining fighter. And uh, his game plan was, was I wasn't ready for his game plan. His game plan was to not fight. It was mm-hmm. to, to win on points. And uh, not knocking it, it worked. He got paid twice as much because of it. But, dear Lord, was it a terrible fight. And I should have figured something else out in the cage. I should have done something else. But, uh, you know what, it didn't happen, and, and I'm moving on. I'll take that garbage loss, and I just, I'll just i never let it happen again. And, uh, you know, does having such a quick turnaround make you more nervous for the fight, or are you still just confident with the matchup that you have upcoming? Oh, shoot, I, I'm used to fighting back-to-back like this. Uh, before I was in the UFC, I had one year I fought 12 times. Uh, it was like 12 times in 11 and a half months or something. Uh, my last three fights before I was in the UFC all, were all within 30 days of one another. Uh, this is what I like. Keep me rolling. Keep it going. Uh, I'll make little tweaks as far as game planning goes, but I, I am ready to fight every day of the year. This is going back a little bit to the Ultimate Fighter, if you don't mind. Um, sure. Being the number one pick for Carwin, was that? did you feel a lot of pressure on your shoulders being that number one pick? 
No, I, I never really feel pressure for this fight. I, I guess there's a little bit in this upcoming fight against Eric Spicely because, you know, if I lose, well, I just can't afford to lose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's a little pressure going into this next one. But, no, I, I've always – I love fighting. It's what I do. If I get to fight in front of a, a camera, awesome. If I get to fight in front of friends, awesome. Uh, so when I was on The Ultimate Fighter, I, I didn't feel any pressure either. I just uh, – I was honored to be picked first and to be on that, that great team. Now, you speaking that you love fighting. Now, one loss that comes to mind, unfortunately, is against Brunson. Would that be a fight that you'd be interested in to fight again? I, you know, I, I hate rematches. Uh, I hate it when people want to rematch with me. I don't like it. I, it's, I, I would never expect myself to get a rematch. If uh, someday I've done enough, uh, you know, he, Derek Brunson's won the title and I want to win that title, I'd be happy to fight him and beat him. Uh, but uh, I, I, it's, if the fight ever happens, okay, but it's not a fight I, I'd ever, I, I don't like rematches. I only have so, my body can only put up with so much, so many fights. Why, why bother doing it with the same guy over and over again? Yeah, and so so since you know, you don't like rematches in general, even after uh, the fight with Theodoro and uh, being kind of frustrated at his, at his style, would that also just not be a rematch that you'd want in the future at all? Or are you just kind of looking to face other opponents later on? Yeah, I want other opponents. If ever it made sense for my career to fight him again, sure, I'd go for it. But honestly, he had the opportunity to have a great fight with me, and he, he blew it. Maybe I blew it. One of us, both of us blew it, whatever, whatever it was. Uh, so I, I I don't need to I don't need that fight again either. All right. Well, shifting the attention to your upcoming fight, your next opponent, Eric Spicely, was a competitor on the latest season of The Ultimate Fighter. Uh, have you watched him on the show at all? Yeah. Uh, you know, my teammate uh, Ashley Yoder is on this season, so I've watched pretty much every episode. And uh, Spicely is, is he's a pretty talented dude. Uh, he, he made quick work of that that shredded what was he from New Norwegia Norwe- Norwegian fella, where he's just just shredded up, uh, beat him in like a minute and a half. Then his second guy took him down, rode him out, choke, choke, choke. Uh, third fight, he got caught a little bit, but everybody gets caught every now and then. Um, so he, he's, he's a talented guy, and I, I'm happy to see that the UFC's hanging on to him. I'm, I'm happy I get the chance to fight him. Who would you say was your toughest opponent, whether it be in the Emmys or in the pro, pro rankings? Uh, toughest fight I've ever had would probably be Caleb Nelson. It was my first loss as a professional. I was 4-0 going into the fight, and I, I still remember the fight. It was just we beat the, we beat the heck out of each other, and uh, he ended up winning the decision. It was, it was, a, it was a learning experience, but I, I've still got you know, a ton of respect for the man. Okay, yeah, and uh, you, know, you were uh, talking about your upcoming fight. Can we just kind of get your thoughts overall on your upcoming matchup? You know, how do you feel you match up with your opponent? Uh, I like I, I I like the matchup I do, but uh, very rarely do I dislike a matchup. Uh, he he seems to have it going on. Is he looks like his wrestling's on point. Uh, I know he's not particularly a striker, but he uses his hands well to set up the takedowns, and then his jujitsu is is phenomenal. Um, so I, I think I've got my hands full. But uh, I'm in the UFC. Whoever I fight, I'm gonna have my hands full with. Yeah, definitely. And you know, like you said, Spicely is known. For his grappling skills, which he showcased on the show, but he still needs a little bit of improvement developing his striking. You know, like in his fight with Andrew Sanchez, he was finished pretty quickly with strikes. So, do you think that this means you'll have some good opportunities to land something significant? Uh, whether he gives me an opportunity or I make an opportunity, uh, I'm going to take advantage of whatever he does, of whatever he gives me. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sure he knows that I want to stand, and I know he wants to go to the ground. So maybe I'll surprise him. Maybe, maybe I'll come out and I'll submit him. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, you yourself uh, are a former cast member of The Ultimate Fighter, and the last time we interviewed you, you mentioned how sometimes people can underperform while on the show. Do you think that this could poss- that this could be a possibility for Spicely? Could he be more skilled than what we've even seen so far from him in the house? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you go in that house and you're at, you know, you're out of your element. You're, you're surrounded by, by coaches you've never met before. You're, you're, you're doing stuff you've never, never done before. Um, so he, he will absolutely be better, better on a full camp with his team than he, than he is at this fight or than he was at, at his last fight on the fighter. Now, yeah, definitely. I know you were a musician back in your high school days. And I believe, um, a little bit after that, if I'm not mistaken, what would be your career path if MMA wasn't an option for you? Uh, I wanted to own a gym. I've been a personal trainer since I was in high school. Um, so my plan was I, I went to college, I got to my, my degree, and I, I wanted to own a gym. Um, so that'll still happen someday. Just MMA will be morphed in with it a little bit. You know, anyone who follows you on uh, social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, everything like that, knows that you are uh, pretty pretty entertaining with the videos that you make uh, leading up to your to your opponents. You know, for your last fight, you know, you obviously had the, the Elias Theodore wig. Uh, for this one coming up, you had the uh, the spice cabinet that you were that you were talking about Eric Spicely with. Is this just something that you kind of do just to almost like get in the head of your opponents? Is this something that you do just for pure entertainment? Where does where do these ideas tend to stem from? Uh, I have always been the type of guy that if I think it's funny or going to be fun, I'll do it. Uh, no questions asked. Um, so I, I, I I've got myself on a profile where people. I've got enough followers. People like to see it. They, they think it's funny. Every time I post a video, I'll get more followers. And uh, that the eventual plan is turn these followers into uh, uh, sponsorships, too. So my next Eric Spice video, maybe uh, maybe uh, McCormick Spices will sponsor me or, or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I, I've worked with a lot of local companies, uh, Perfect Tan being the perfect example of it, uh, <laughs> uh, where, where I, I get to, to have fun with their brand and, and get them in front of people. Okay, yeah. If there was one opponent that you would like to face in and out of the UFC, who would it be? Uh, well, shoot, Michael Bisbing's the champion. I want to fight him for his right. belt. Okay, be yeah. And, you know, on top of that, you know, like you said, there was a pretty big uh, upset happened that uh, that happened in your division not too long ago with Michael Bisbing knocking out Luke Rockhold to become the champion. Can we just get your thoughts on how that fight played out as well as how well you see Bisbing doing as the title holder. Uh, you know what? I, I think Luke Rockhold took uh, Mr. Bisbing not serious enough. I think he, he knocked him out so easily, the or choked him out so easily the first fight that uh, he, he just went in there and a little, little cocky. Uh, and you know what? Bisbing took advantage of it. Uh, unfortunately for Michael Bisbing, uh, I'm, I'm hoping Dan Henderson gets a, uh, the, the first title defense for him, and uh, Dan Henderson is going to take his block off again. So you were talking about Dan Henderson getting the next shot. Is that who you think should earn the next shot at the middleweight title? I know we have guys like uh, you know like Jacare is up there. You know Chris Weidman, of course, would like to get a shot at his belt back. Do you think that Henderson should receive the next shot? Well, let me put it this way: I, uh, Do I think other people may be more deserving than Dan at this point? Uh, I could probably agree with that. But then I think about who cares about Jack Ravers Bismick 
who who cares about Weidman versus Bisbee? Who cares about Rockhold versus Bisbee? Nobody. People would tune in and watch the rematch of Bisbee versus Henderson, the champion versus the greatest of all time, Henderson. Uh, that that is a fight that people would want to see, especially coming off that knockout that that Hendo gave Bisbee at UFC 100. Uh, it's just a fight that, from a if that turns out to be the fight, it will be a gift to fans. Because at this point, Bisbing versus anybody else, nobody cares about. Now, speaking of Dan Henderson, I know you trained with Team Quest. Is that a team that you stayed with throughout your camp for this fight, or did you switch camps? Nope, I've been with Team Quest for almost six years now. Yeah, and, uh, you know, like you were saying, the Dan Henderson fight, you seem uh, almost adamant, like with the matchups, like with Jacare or Weidman or Rockhold, you seem almost adamant that uh, people almost don't want to see Bisbing as a champ? Is that, do you just think that he has the skills to maybe keep the belt for a while? Like, like how do you see him faring against the guys like Jacare, Weidman, you know, Yoel Romero, whenever he eventually returns? Do you think that he can maybe defend the belt, or do you think that no matter who he faces, that we could see a new champion soon? You know, it's, Bisbing is probably, until he proves otherwise, an underrated champion. Um, you know, I, I, other than the day of the fight, my gut told me Bisbing was going to win. But my wallet didn't tell me that. Uh, but honestly, prior to that, I didn't think he stood a chance against Rockhold, especially with how easy Rockhold beat him the first time. Um, as far as how long uh, Bisbing could hold the belt, it depends. Uh, if you take Henderson takes it from him every time. But let's say I, I think Bisbing beats Joel Romero. Uh, I think Bisbing probably loses to Weidman. Uh I, Bisbing versus Jacare, I could see Bisbing winning that. I, he's got the gas tank that doesn't quit, and he's pretty good takedown defense. Um, so I could see Bisbing beating Jacare too. Um, so it kind of depends on the matchup. Uh, if if I get up to that title contention spot or when I get up there, I'll take the belt from him too. Now, it's it's funny because every time we see you, you're smiling. I mean, is that something that you've done always, or is it something that just you do going into the cage? No, I'm a happy dude. If you ever see me anywhere, I'm probably granted. Uh, I get to travel the world doing something I would do, uh, getting paid to do something I would do for free. I have got no reason not to smile. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, part of that uh, friendly demeanor is, you know, after all of your fights, you're known for your very uh, friendly call-outs that you have. You know, you did that uh, with Dan Kelly before. So can we expect the same thing after this fight as well? You sure can, uh, but you're gonna have to tune in to watch me uh, watch me win before you know who I'm gonna call out. Oh, okay. You already have an opponent in mind then? I've got it down to a couple people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any uh, hints or anything like that that we might be able to to figure out? Nope. You're gonna have to tune in live, July 13th, uh, to UFC Sioux <laughs> Falls to watch who I'm uh, who I'm gonna call out. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. What separates you from every other fighter, Sam? I mean, I know you have the charisma, you have absolute dynamites in your hands, but aside from that, what separates you from other fighters? I love what I do. I mean, I like I said, I I I fight for free. You got to pay me to cut weight, but uh, I I fight for free, uh, and I don't think most most athletes like it like I do. Uh, I, I make those videos on Facebook because I enjoy what I do. I I think it's fun every part of it. So I try and I really do try and take advantage of every aspect of the fight game. Uh, in the octagon, out of the octagon, on Facebook, hey, everywhere. I, I just I enjoy what I do more than more than anyone probably should. Yeah, of course. 
you brought up the card you're fighting for with UFC Fight Night 91, and um, unfortunately, the original main event uh, had to be canceled due to Michael Chiesa pulling out, but it is now headlined by a very interesting matchup between Michael McDonald and John Lineker. And I would just kind of like to get your thoughts on that main event and PUC winning that that fight. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's a fight. I do miss miss uh, the original main event, but uh, I, I like the matchup. I, I'd probably go with uh, McDonald. Uh, but it should it should be fun, an action-packed main event. Yeah, what definitely. Would, what would it be some advice that you would give maybe a first-time fighter stepping into the octagon as advice, you know, from your experience? What would be something that you would say? Uh, listen to your coaches. Uh, make sure you've got some good coaches and uh, listen to them. Also, hand, hands up, chin down. Okay. You know, I, I just have a question also. I just kind of popped in my head. You know, we talked about your time on The Ultimate Fighter. You were a member of uh, Team Carwin, the the first pick. And, you know, Carwin, he's been retired for, for a few years now. But an interesting note is that when Brock Lesnar returned to UFC, obviously he's fighting Mark Hunt at UFC 200, uh, Carwin actually mentioned on Twitter that he would take that fight with Brock, that he would take the rematch, he would come out of retirement and fight Brock. Did, did you see anything about that at all, or do you know, like, like how adamant he was, like in in that mindset. I like I like I don't know how well you, the two of you keep in contact, but I just maybe wanted to get your thoughts on that. If he did return, no, I I would love to see him return. I'd like to see him beat Brock, uh, but I, I I have not talked to Shane Carwin in a few years. I would love to. He's a super nice guy, great coach. You just we live too far apart. He's got a family. I've got a family. We just uh, yeah. I, I he's a competitive guy, so I'd imagine he would want the fight, but I I don't know how. I don't know how likely it is he's going to get it. Uh, can we maybe get your final predictions as to how you see yourself winning this fight? Uh, I, I'm going to say I'm going to submit him round three. All right, man. Round three submission. Sam Alvey, he's going to out jujitsu the jujitsu artist, man. I'm looking forward to it. And um, you know, also, I always like to ask this, but you know, when you're not training and you're not in the gym or in the octagon, do you have anything that you like to do, like in your free time? I know that you're obviously a family man. Uh, you know, you have a wife and kids, and I believe you have another one on the way. So congratulations on that. So, but do you have any other like hobbies or anything of that nature? Uh, I love playing video games. Whenever uh, my kids want me, I'll play video games. Uh, well, they just kind of hang out with them all day, uh, morning, noon, and night. Yeah, so so you play video games. So then, was it pretty cool to see yourself in the latest uh, in the in the latest UFC video game? Then, sure, sure was. I, I was ecstatic. I, I finally it was a goal of mine to be in a video game before I ever started fighting. So uh, just marking that off the bucket list. Now switching okay, yeah. gears, switching gears back, I, you mentioned the weight cut. What is one food that is absolutely hard to resist during your weight cut? Uh, chips and salsa. Yeah, I I love me some chips and salsa. While playing video games. While playing video games. <laughs> yep, yeah, eating chips and salsa while playing as himself in a video game. That's that's pretty cool. I don't think it gets much better than that. It is. It's living the dream. <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, lastly here, Sam, you know, if you have any shout-outs or thank yous that you'd like to throw in, we would, of course, like to give you that opportunity here. Uh, hey, anyone listening, just hit me up on Twitter or my Facebook Uh it's all at Smiling Sam. My Instagram's at Smiling Sam. Also, uh, I, I stay active on it, but it's not too active. Everything I put on there is, I think it's pretty funny. I'm a, I, I like to think myself hilarious. So that's what I try and put up there. <laughs> well, yeah, I can definitely vouch for that. They are pretty great. 
And you can see Sam face Eric Spicely on July 13th at UFC Fight Night 91. Sam, it's always great speaking with you. We greatly appreciate you coming on the show, and best of luck to you in your fight. Hey, thank you very much for having me on, guys. And that was Sam Alvey. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in. I want to thank my co-host, Joel Rojas, for helping me out. Joel, where can people find you? Um, at Twitter, underscore, JR, double, underscore, and on Facebook, at Joel Rojas, R-O-J-A-S. All right, sounds good. And, of course, a big thanks to Rob Mead, who runs everything on our site. We always want to give him a shout-out. As always, make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FunkyMonkeyMMA. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Kane E. Miller. And keep up with the site for the latest interviews, event photos, and analysis pieces. We'll see you next time. You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cast Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. Funky Monkey Radio is sponsored by Altercation Clothing. If you never back down, then you're ready for an altercation. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to funkymonkeymma at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. MMA fans, are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out altercationclothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash altercationclothing. Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.